0: Welcome to the weekend edition of the Nightly Nuge. And you know what, Ted, last week you were talking about uh, the story of you and the Sudan. And we may actually have to go back to that because we got a lot of emails in that people wanted to hear, you know, more of the graphic details about, you know, how you got out of the Sudan. And I think we'll do that. And because people seem to be so interested in just hearing the stories, I thought I would uh, just have you tell a little bit about, uh, Hunt, You and I went on, man, it's been probably 15 years ago now, where we were up in the Yukon, and on the same trip, I shot a charging moose at one yard with my bow, and you shot another one at less than 10 yards that was very near uh, one of those other dangerous charge uh, situations. Why don't you talk about those two hunts from your perspective?
1: I will. I uh, have, you're, People won't believe this when I say this because I, I write thousands of articles. I have a pretty good grasp of the English language. And I've written three New York Times bestsellers, but i this might blow your mind. I've never read a book all the way through. Hmm. I, I, re- I read uh, King Dog of the North and I, Jack London's Call of the Wild mostly. And that's about it. But I was given a book by a friend of Fred Bear's recently. And this is what the cover looks like. I don't know if you can see it on the yeah camera. Narrow escapes, Narrow Escapes and Wilderness Adventures by Ben East. I couldn't put it down. Right now on my person, every day, I could be dropped naked into the Brazilian jungle and I would survive because I have first aid, I have firepower, I have a large neckerchief, I've got plenty of fire starters so I could build a fire, which is the foundation of survival. But in this book, uh, Narrow Escapes and Wilderness Adventures by Ben East, I'm buying up every one I can to give to my band and my crew and my family, my sons and daughters, because what you and I witnessed and experienced Uh, in our Yukon adventures, and I've done it in Alaska, in Africa many times, and in the woods of Northern Michigan, I got lost in November of 1968, and I I didn't think I was gonna survive a blizzard, but I somehow found a fence post sticking up out of the drift, and I followed the fence for miles, finally saw a road and saw truck lights, and I made it out. But I thought I was gonna die that night because I didn't have fire starter, but I only had a couple rounds left. I didn't have any survival gear. And what we've discovered is that a man should be prepared at all times to provide for his loved ones. Mm -hmm. And that means in every vehicle there should be adequate tools, a fire extinguisher, certainly a spare battery and a jack and all the apparatus necessary to repair a a tire, and a a thorough, complete first aid kit. My bus driver, Josh, two nights ago, Keith, was driving from the Michigan gig to our New York gig, with the band and the crew in the bus he saw a headlight swerve up ahead and watched a car go down a cliff he was able to pull over the side put on his flashing lights and he went down this steep ravine and found one of the occupants was already dead the other was near death and the other was bleeding profusely josh didn't have a first aid kit handy but he improvised adapted, and overcome and he saved two lives Because he responded, but I had a big scolding with my team last night. I want a complete comprehensive first aid kit on that truck, including rope and pulleys and a fire extinguisher fore and aft. You and I, when we're in the wilderness in the Yukon, we had some real bad freezing rain and drizzle weather come in. The, the river was either down or was too uh, choppy for us to get back to camp. So we pulled off in a, into a cove and we had fire starter necessary. We knew how to get the birch bark and the dry stuff from underneath the, uh, the coniferous trees where we could start a fire. And we had a good day. I got to tell you, in a survival situation where you are prepared like a Boy Scout, always prepared, you feel that you're doing your job for the gift of life that god gave us by preserving that life so i could tell you a lot of specific adventures but the most important thing in the nightly nude is we emphasize being the best that you can be we emphasize a higher level of awareness as a musical communicator with my incredible band as friends who are taking on a criminal government and trying to uh, get america back on track as someone who intentionally and adventurously and, and, and eagerly leave the beaten path to go into uncharted territory in our hunting season adventures. And we have to make sure that we're prepared at all times. So the most important lesson I can give everybody is get a copy of my book, Blood Trails, The Truth About Bow Hunting. And I write a, a monthly column for Hook and Barrel Magazine. Hook and Barrel Magazine. I write a monthly column for the Texas Trophy Hunters Journal. I write for Adventure Sports Outdoors in the Midwest, and I write for the Outdoor Guide out of St. Louis. And a lot of those articles have to do with being prepared. Safety harnesses when you hunt out of a tree stand, making sure your broadheads are covered, making sure you have adequate supplies on you, a first aid kit, and an overnight survival kit. These are the kinds of preparedness that has caused our species to thrive and nowadays there's a lot of helpless individuals. I'm afraid if you took a hammer around to the schools in America uh, an embarrassing percentage of students wouldn't know which end to grab. There's a lot of dependency out there. Joe Biden is the perfect president for dependency, for helplessness, for feebleness, for, for whining, and and, and and having someone else cover for you. The nightly nudge is about rugged individualism, absolute independence, and preparedness. And our outdoor lifestyle demands that we're conscientious and cautious and that we make sure that our loved ones and our fellow hunters are always prepared. And uh, the road less traveled is exciting, but I prefer no road ever traveled. And therefore, I have to be ready to take care of myself. Very important lesson in life, I think.
0: Yeah, you know what, Ted, I just want to add to that, that all you that are listening out there, whether you're hunters or not, please join Ted and I and Michael Waddell and Mark Geist and many others at HunterNation.org. It's a place where hunters and just patriots, people that believe in freedom, God, family, country are joining together to ensure that we keep these freedoms, including our hunting lifestyle. HunterNation.org. Check it out. You can want a hunt there. There's lots of cool things. Just check it out. Ted great week with you. Uh, You might want to take a little rest uh, and then get out on that stage tonight and just tear it up like you do every other night.
1: I guarantee it. Thanks everybody for making the Ted Nugent Spirit of the Wild show on Outdoor Channel such a success for over 30 years. Ted Nugent Spirit of the Wild has a good ring to it. And if you're not a hunter or a fisherman or a trapper, get out there and try it. It will cleanse your soul.
0: Come back next week. We'll have some more of the Nightly Nuge right here because there is no fake news at the Nightly Nuge.